Are we ready? We are ready. I'm incompetent, I'm sorry. What are we called? We are called... Considered and conceited. We'll have to work out who's who. Maybe. Hello. (laughs) Is anybody there? No, it's all good. All for us. And you, the listener, if you're there. It's all about me. Boom. (laughs) And we're recording. Couldn't help that one. Yes. Um. Hello, everybody. How are we uh, this evening? Um, this is Paul. Really? The way you do that says weird. You could have said Paul and Pip are here. We're here talking to you, the listener, about movies. I feel self-conscious now. As you should. (laughs) I don't believe I've ever felt (laughs) self-conscious. That's just not me. Um, Um, Pip is drinking a gin and tonic and Paul is drinking... Something else. It's (laughs) Brandy Alexander for, 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 I think... I is that think. more classy? Oh, it's dry and um, um, brandy. Double shot. Wow. <laughs> in a pint glass. <laughs> Mine is not in a pint glass. <laughs> um, so, it's a new movie and a classic movie tonight. A, a new movie. Well, shall we kick off on the new movie? We can. So, um, we had a look at downsizing. What did you think of it, Pip? Well, should I get the storyline first before oh, I say what I it's about? I just want to get in there first because I still don't know what I think about it. <laughs> well, hang on. Let's tell the listeners what it's about. So um, downsizing is when scientists discover how to shrink humans to five inches tall as a solution to overpopulation. And Paul and his wife, Audrey, decide to abandon their stressed lives in order to get small and move to a new downsized community. And, and everything and that happens after that. Yes. Now... I'll simply say in the synopsis part of it, the first half of the movie is about shrinking and then the shrinking of them being small is largely irrelevant to the story. Uh, pretty more... Every now and again it pops its head up. Uh, Every now cosmetic, and again. Cosmetically. Oh, like they're in a toy a cheap, boat, for, for example. For a cheap joke. Yes. Or to maybe say a little bit about what it was supposed to be about but then just skirt around it and go yes. off on their own little tangent. Yes. But yeah, so the first half of the movie is about the trials and tribulations of being small. And then after that, well, it's a different movie altogether. <laughs> it was a bit weird. A bit? <laughs> <laughs> a bit. Well, you think, you look at the movie. Yes. And it's called Downsizing and you see what the storyline's about. And you go, wow, that's going to be really interesting. I wonder how they're going to play this. Mm-hmm. And there's like, every now and again, they hint at the fact that they're talking about, the you know, us being overpopulating the world and using all the resources and it being an issue. But it's not like a small part of it. It's like, you know, oh, we're going to do this because of that. It gives us the reason. Yep. And now we'll just do what we like. Yep. Make well, a little story about it. The first the first night I watched it, I got three quarters of the way through it. And I was sitting there and it was just bopping along sort of thing. I was only taking 50%... Um, attention to it sort of thing while I was having a text war with some religious fanatic on, in America. Um, oh, I do that sort of thing. It helps pass the time. Okay. What? what? Nothing. Go go on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone's got to have a hobby. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, I was doing that. And, uh, and I got to about three quarters of the mark and I'm looking up and I'm just thinking to myself, I don't really know what's going on anymore, so I've got to stop this, and I think I might go back and 
watch it again. So that's what I did. I went back and I had to watch it twice. And I'm glad I did because I came at it with a completely different viewpoint. And I think it's one of those films which will reward you for watching it twice because you will not get the, the, the true plumb line of what the film is about on the first run through. I watched it twice because you said, oh, you'll get more out of it. Yes. Did you get more out of it? Uh, not really. No? I still found that it was... Now, looking at this character, Matt Damon's character... Matt who, Damon. <laughs> Paul Saphonic. Yeah. And... Um, Saphonic. Saphonic, or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's just this running gag. and I'm, A couple of the jokes in it were just a little bit, for me, cheap and nasty. And some of the things that they could have delved into, they didn't. Mm. So for me, it was a little bit lost. And I found his character really lost. Oh, I'll latch onto that now. Oh, no, I'll latch onto this now. But then they didn't sort of delve into any of the little things he was really latching onto. And I thought, well, can I oh, defend just that? Over the can shop. I defend that aspect? Go for it. Well, when you remember right at the very end of the film, the guy was flip-flopping then. He was flip-flopping everywhere. The only decisive thing he's done in his entire life was that he downsized. No, but he was only sort of doing that because he thought his, his wife. Well, he wanted his wife wanted an expensive house, and they yes. could afford it if they downsized. Yes. And he thought, why not? It'd be something different. Let's do it. And so and we like, can live in luxury, which is he, what he thought she wanted. Mm. And then she goes, "Oh, I couldn't do it. I'll see you later. Don't worry. You know, bye." And I thought they didn't even look really much into her. She just sort of disappeared off the face of everything. And I thought, you know, well, you don't why even would you see... have anything more to do with the woman. She's just completely just left him in the lurch. Yeah, but, I mean, you see a little bit of his anger, but you sort of, it doesn't go any further than that. And she took all of the assets. It's the dirtiest divorce I think I've ever seen. I mean, yeah, but it's in, yeah. talk about making What I'm it... saying is you don't, he doesn't, you don't delve into his emotional thing about that. It's just, that's what I mean. He's a very two-dimensional character. I think she left him very diminished in the end. <laughs> Do you like that? Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> that took like a minute and a half to set that one up. <laughs> oh. No, I just, um, I mean... Matt Damon's an awesome actor and all Matt that, Damon. but I feel, I feel sorry for him. He's forever having that tag on. But um, I just found it didn't delve into anything, so it was a little bit, oh, why, why are we bothering here? It, the, what, the film didn't delve into anything? Well, they sort of touched on everything without sort of, you know, we're, we're, we're masters of, of, of everything without any being... So what know. do you think was the point of the film? Well, that was hard because I what I thought was the point wasn't the point. And... No, no, not at all, not at all. As I said, the first half of the film was about coming small and then the second half of it was about something completely different. Mm. Yeah, like Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> no, well, the first half of that was about a guy, you know, overcoming obstacles and everything and then the second half was people just being mowed down. Mm. So... Yeah. yeah, no, it, yeah, that's what I mean. It lost, yeah. it lost the plot. Half, yeah. <laughs> not even halfway through. What was it? Probably half an hour in. I don't think it lost its plot. This is why I recommended that people watch it twice. Because for me, and I sat there and I watched it quite intently the second time because I realised how thick I was the first time viewing. And I'm kind of just... So what did you get out of it that I didn't? Okay. Because maybe you can save people two watches by wording them up. Well... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But I mean, as I said, we don't do spoiler alerts, so... Um, don't we? Not really, because oh, just, we, we assume that people are watching the films. Anyway. We, yeah. we, that's why we say, go watch this film, and then we'll talk about it next week. Or, it's like a film club. Oh, well, 
No, it's more like... Um, Otherwise, it would be just a very frustrating talk about films that people wouldn't no, watch I think, anymore. I think people, when they hear us talk about the film, they can go, that's right, I know, remember that bit, because Paul and Pip were talking about it. Oh. Okay, that's well, right. well I, I, guess some, <laughs> oh, yeah, some people consume it like that. I don't know. Um, however, people like to do it, you know. Anyway. Um, well, look, as I said, the first half of it, he gets small, a few small gags... Uh, he gets in a big house, loses that, uh, then goes into uh, a place with... Um, an apartment. An apartment, and he's got the neighbour from hell slash heaven. Um, Dusan Malovic. Um, yeah, and like... He was awesome. He's always awesome. This he is, was great. For those who haven't seen the film, this is the man who was... What's his actual name? Um, Christopher Waltz. Christopher Waltz, that's right. He is the, the villain in um, Inglorious Bastards, yes, which, which basically made him. Uh, he's been in a few other films as well, but that is his quintessential role. Would you agree? I think so. Oh, but he played it. He, this was, he, he does he everything did, well. He does everything well. He did yeah. so well in this film. Yes, he did. I but he was my favourite actor in this film. He over overacted the fuck out of it though but it was great yeah i know <laughs> but he did overact it come on he did it was so over the top he was my favorite actor out of this which yes. is yeah but he, he plays such just, a minor role i really. think it's fair to say that he was just your favorite actor i mean if kevin costner for example was oh my playing gosh it, it would have been a completely different no no film. i mean as in i found the others they were very good actors but as in their storyline was sort of half whatever yeah yep. then um you know at least with him you knew where you stood with him I think I've just distracted myself. Anyway, You're so he basically gets, telling us what you got yeah, out of the yes. film. They are exploring the possibility of uh, mass extinction and how humanity is going to deal with being wiped off the face of the earth. And it explores that and it leads you to it fairly gently until they get to Norway. And then you kind of get slapped around with a, with a haddock over the face with it they, they slap you fairly hard about it and go you know it's all going to happen and then they i think at the end they yes he comes running back out of the tunnel and he like he runs back to um um the vietnamese girl what's her name knock lan yes um and i thought she was superb she did a great job oh clap 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 oh yeah. she was a great actress terrific um but they kind of missed the punch at the end because they were trying to turn it into some sort of soppy kind of thing at the end. So what, what, the, the, by him coming back, this is what I'm trying to say, by him coming back and choosing love over survival, I guess that's what they say. And more than just love over survival, it's choosing to live life why you have it rather than trying to you know establish some sort of perfection further down the track but because it's such a small community i mean and they'll be very very hippie joke oh gosh (laughs) no i meant because it's such a small community and they're very hippie about it no other scientists were really supporting him to me it just seems like a they made it seem really hippie as if all these people you know they just think that and Mm. everything so what i found was it wasn't Oh, it didn't go into it that much. What's I mean? They only touched on these things. Mm. You couldn't get really into any of any of it. So that's what I meant. It missed its punch. Of course, everywhere. Yes. Every point they could have made. Like Matt Damon's character, 
whatever it touched, it fucked. <laughs> when he goes in, he stuffs up everything he tries yes, to. Yeah. Yes, as does the movie. Yeah. Uh, look, it's it's it's, a, it's okay movie, but yeah, if everything they tried to do, they didn't quite achieve. You know, if I had to give it like, and I'm not going to give it a, a star rating because I'm still. I'm, I'm teetering between giving it a three and an eight. Do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah, I know. That's extreme. That is very extreme, but that's that's where I'm at. That's like, it's annoying me because it's a bold film for some of the stuff that's trying to do. Like some of that technical stuff with um, with how they did sizing people down oh, and everything it, like that. It shot really well. Shot very well. The CGI must have cost a small fortune. Mm. Um, and there was original concepts like, you know, the woman standing there at the airport with half an eyebrow. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, when I saw that, His I just, wife, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I just cacked up. It was, it was very... But even then they didn't follow through on that. No, I was wanting, I wanting a little bit more there. Yeah, but like, she, but her character wasn't, she didn't do it out of spite. She didn't do it out of anything else. It was just, she was just, a human being who couldn't quite land the punch like the film. Maybe they didn't land a punch in the whole film for the simple fact that yeah, nobody else part- in the film was landing a punch. No, but there's parts where she was, for instance, when she's talking with all her friends, she goes, because um, Paul's talking to his friend going, mm-hmm. oh, well, she, you know, Audrey really wants a nice big house and we won't have to work and it'll be lovely and yep. just what she's always wanted. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, she's there with all of her girlfriends going, well, Paul said, what do you think? You know, come and do it with me. And she went, oh, okay, I'll do it as if, you know, she's doing it for him. And I'm thinking, well, oh, gosh. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah. To me, it just, you didn't. And then she's like, oh, well, you know, I just couldn't do it because of my hair. My, they were shaving me. And I don't know, does that mean she's so petty and selfish and... Or does that mean but that no, she just didn't want no, to do it? that's what people why? are. That's what people are. He, not everybody no, is. No, not in... everybody is because he wasn't and the others who had... All the other people who are small obviously weren't that person. But there's a lot of people who are big. No, but what I'm saying is I just thought... That's what I mean. Only three... What they say? Three percent of them... Yes. Um, went and did it. But that's what I mean. I thought, well, they didn't even look into that bit enough. As in, there's so many things they could have done. I was waiting for it to be dead. It's a two-hour, 15-minute film. Mm. And there's so many bits Four, of the 45 film. 45 minutes short of... Well, there's little bits of the film that are not even wind. important. Like him on the drug trip and and a few other things. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Well, him living it and trying different experiences or whatever. But what I'm saying is it wasn't done well enough to be... It just made it not the pace of the film go a bit, well, what's happening here? So that's what I mean. They could have done so much with a two-hour, 15-minute film, but it got lost. So we can both conclude that it wasn't a very focused film. Yes. It was not a lock, stock and two smoking barrels in regards <laughs> to plot. Well, you can't yes. compare that. No, gosh. so it loses points on plot. <clears throat> I want to ask you a question. Yes. Would you downsize? Well, it depends who I downsize with. I don't think I'd do it on my own. Okay. So, you no, know, if they said, like, if it's a downsizing sort of option, yeah. and you could, they said, Mr. Uh, Mr. Paul, you can downsize. You're, you know. The impracticalities of downsizing are enormous. You mean like getting eaten by birds and chipmunks? Well, is that too? <laughs> I mean, you know, the fact that you're five inches tall does not you cannot then turn around you see i'm a bit of a history buff i couldn't go walking on the great wall of china well you could it'd just take you an awfully long time i'd get very bored of three (laughs) steps you know what i'm saying like i'm looking up at the step thinking well this is just going to be a long afternoon um so but that's that's what i'm saying it's like 
we are scaled to this world for a reason. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we aren't lemmings. But that's what I mean. It's an interesting thought, but they didn't sort of delve into... They didn't touch it. They, no. they could have made the whole movie about that, but mm. they wanted to do so much more. I, I think possibly what their idea was or what they were trying to thrust for was to to come in at the problem. If you just came into a movie and says, this is about the destruction of humanity because of global warming, they'd lose half the audience. Yeah, I guess so. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. they came in at an oblique angle. Um, and in so doing so, they probably lost the other half of the audience <laughs> for going, oh, fuck! <laughs> I mean, the very last scene was interesting. Why? Because um, oh, he's looking at... Remember, do you remember what the last scene was? With the sun going down. No. No, that was before they went to the hole. No, 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 no. The last scene... So um, Paul... Matt Damon's character yeah, is running around doing all this stuff for um, Knock Land. Like she's yeah. in the car because it's all raining. He doesn't yes. want her getting wet. Oh, yes, yes. And he's running around feeding. He's just fed um, that old, old like, Mexican and, guy. And he had his heart filled by. I'm helping people. Yes. Even though these people won't. And my life won't, is better. Their generations, yes. generations won't be alive. I'm actually helping these people now. And this is what's important. And now. I thought. And then she's beeping the horn. But they're, they're, they're doubling. Hurry <laughs> <Yeah, well, laughs> <they're, they're>, up! <laughs> Once again, <laughs> distracting it from the, actually what they're trying to do. But, yeah, look, I think that's because they were trying to make it very clear of what they were trying to get at. Oh, I know, know, but as in, I'm debating whether people would be lost on it, is yeah. what I'm saying. So, if you're going to destroy the world, be hedonistically altruistic. <laughs> is, is is that the right grasp on it? That's probably what the movie's trying yeah. to say. So. <laughs> yeah, so, the, the title shouldn't be downsizing, it should be... A very small amount of um, humanistic altruism in a hedonistic style. Oh, I'm guessing that will lose 75% of the audience. <laughs> Don't care. Um, get a thesaurus. So have you worked out whether it's going to be three or eight stars yet? I'd like to hear what you've got to say on that. Oh. First of all, would you like to talk a little bit more about... There's one other chap who... Uh, whose performance I thought was quite good, though I can't pick where he's from. Who? The old bloke who's rich, who owned the boat. I know he was only periphery. Oh, I haven't got him written down. Um, <gasps> um, you didn't do proper research, Pip. Oh, don't you even say you've got... <laughs> Can I just tell listeners that I've got a book in front of me with stuff written down and yes. Paul's come to the table oh, with his excuses, glass and his drink Somebody's got to hold up the considered side of this. I can only do so much conceited, you know. <laughs> um, is it Comrade? Was his name Comrade? Yes. So at least I've got that. Yes, but I what movie has he been no, in? No, no, I did recognise him. Yeah, I did recognise him, but I can't think what movie he's been out of. That one, right. Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, um, I'll look well, that up over the interval. <laughs> yeah, you really won't. Oh, you probably will. Yeah, <laughs> knowing you. Um, um, those two men together were great. I thought they did well. I, it was a kind of bizarre twist sort of thing, but I didn't know what their relationship was. It, what, were they lovers? No. Friends? They were just mates. 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 As in, mate, as in nudge, nudge, wink, wink? No, as in no nudge does mates. Oh, okay. Um, remember, um, Jusan was saying that his brother and mm. his wife were still tall and they were the ones getting stuff ready and sending it to him and he was the one selling it to all the small communities. Yes. And um, Comrade, in his boat, was assisting. Mm. Now, one of the little things that annoyed me... The little things. The li- <laughs> so well, <you> be- <laughs> yes, right there. 
We could so, do this all night, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> one of the things that irritated me was there was no explanation. This is what I mean. They had no explanation. That was everything was just a little too easy and a little too explain uh, to people. Well, people were using microwaves. How do you make a microwave that small? Do you have to downsize people who make microwaves? Well, yeah, they were downsizing everybody. They had dentists there working who were downsized. Yes. So, yes, you'd have to downsize everybody who that you want working and doing all that stuff. They were downsizing prisoners, which is why um, Knock Lamb was downsized. Downsized computers. I'm assuming everything would work if you even make it smaller. Well, uh, obviously, there have to be nanotechnology. But we move on. Um, That's what you're worrying about? <laughs> oh, it was annoying me because they didn't even, like, they didn't, touch on any of that like the the technology that would have been required to pull that sort of shit off is just astonishing you know yes but that's not what they're looking at in this film they're looking uh, at all the little things that they like to touch a little bit on and then not explain or i'm go doing it into. i'm having another brain gun moment aren't i yes you are okay all right all right, I'll give it a star. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a star. Let you're gonna give it a star, are you? That's, normally that's... I think about my stars before I come here, but I had a lot of trouble with this because, like you said, it was, it looked great. Right. And it could have touched on lots of interesting. It had interesting concepts. That's why I but hold it never off. Went there. I, I, don't, I don't have a star ever. I, I listen to what you've got to say, and then I bounce off that. And I, then after I've heard, so what you've you got listen to, say. to what I say before you do this every time. So everything, so everything I'm saying is going in there. And I put it through the pit filter. Oh wow! I feel yeah. special. Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what I'm saying means something. Oh my gosh! Um, no, well, you know, it's obviously like. It's very hard to come up with your own conclusion sort of thing unless you're hearing what other people... And then it helps concrete in your own mind. Do or, I agree with that? Puts, Do I disagree with that? Does it put that? light on something? It illuminates it. gives oh. it extra texture. Mm. Mm. Um, oh, I'm having trouble here. Um, go on. You can do it. I almost want to say six because I wouldn't go and watch it again. <laughs> but would, would you recommend it to people to watch? Um... I wouldn't not if people said oh should I watch this I go uh, I guess you could um, I would oh it's alright I would I, maybe, I maybe it's a, a 7 I'll go a 7 then you'll go a 7 I'll go a 7 it is it does look interest, and it has interesting th- concepts but yeah. um, it fails in many departments oh I just there's so much they could have done they could have made can you three see or four why I films. struggle between the 3 and the 8 because it was such a bold concept. I don't think it was bad enough for a three. Well, you could but I don't argue, think it's good enough for an eight. You could easily argue for a three. I, I'll go, I could. I could almost go six and a half. <laughs> I, look, the acting was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the plot was all over the place. That, which it irritated me a lot. Yeah, the lighting was horrible. What? The lighting. What was wrong with the lighting? It just felt horrible. Like everything. <laughs> I actually uh, didn't find that bad at all. Well, I know that the, while they are living out in the, um, you know how they were living under that tarp? That was to, to look like it was Are you sunshine. talking about the shandy, the shandy small community? Yes. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh, well, there's that. That was quite grim in there. What are you um, talking about? Well, Norway really shat me. <laughs> what was <laughs> maybe, wrong with Norway? Maybe that's how Norway looks. I don't know. <laughs> maybe what I don't want to go Norway? to Norway. I don't know. It just kind of looked really really fake it, it, you know what I mean I'm sure they, they look I know we, we'll take I wonder photos. where it was shot oh, the Norway God, I'm stuff I'm going to get shot for this I'm going to look over the interval are you so, what are you going to look at I'm looking up Comrade 
who he actually was and what film he was in, yeah. and whether they actually shot in Norway. Should I just take back the liking, the lighting? I'll take no, back no, no. the light. No, I'll, no, no, I'll I'll I will. I will. I think perhaps I was just being overly zealous in my criticism. Okay, I'm know. wrong. I am sorry. You can't say you're wrong. Of course yet. I can say I'm you wrong. You don't know. We don't know if it's shot there. No, I realised that I was just being overly dramatic on that. I'm still looking it up. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, pick well, a, pick a star. Come on. Lock yourself in. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lock um, yourself in. You can do it. Come on. My heart of hearts is saying four. Wow, that's low. Yeah. Okay. And it's only saved by the fact that everybody was really acting their their, their asses off. Uh, okay. Well, there you go. There it is. Would you like me to explain why? Because no, no, you I... seem to have these little conniptions about my scoring. <laughs> no, no, no. It's all good. And it's the all... feedback we've been getting is so of other people. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is he doing that for? Why would he do that? <laughs> no, it's, I'm just happy that everyone agrees with me that your star ratings are weird. They are, aren't they? Very. But I'm happy to explain them. Go for your life. You look at the film. No, don't give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the film and you go, first of all, what is it? Is it entertaining? Well, answer, no, it's not. Heart of hearts, were you entertained? I'm more entertained than other things. Like banging a nail through my Like North by Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> but only, but I gave North by Northwest a three. This was more entertaining than North by Northwest, but not by very much. <laughs> not by very oh, much. Come on, come okay. on. It wasn't that much more entertaining. So is that logical and consistent? All right. For, for that particular aspect. No, look. The second thing is it gets an extra point because, as I said, the acting was top rate. Okay, the acting. It was just very seems good. like such a small star for slightly entertaining and good acting and interesting concepts, even if the plot. It's got to have more than that. It's got to. It's really got to bring a lot of things to the table. You, I gave um, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels a ten. Yes. Okay. Because it's perfect. It's not a big. It's not a big film. It's not a rich film. It doesn't have a. Pardon me. Doesn't have a lot of money under the belt. But the cast is all there. The there are no questions at the end of it. You do not feel like there is anything they should have done differently. Everything is complete and whole, like a perfect circle. Do you know what I mean? Everything happened. I know. Everything else happened for a reason, and you have the ultimate satisfaction at the end of it. Well, would you suggest this film to other people? We. No, well, let me finish. Were you, satis- were you satisfied at the end of Downsizing? No, but I wasn't, like, totally uh, not entertained. But As you know, I sat through the whole film, and, you know, yeah, and didn't go, well, that was the biggest load Well, of- there was about three or four laughs in it. There um, were about three or four. There was not that many. There was not that many. It I wasn't don't even know if I laughed that many times. No, because there's not that many laughs well, in Well, some it. of the laughs I looked at and went, that's really cheap and nasty. Yeah. There was about three or four laughs in North by Northwest. Admittedly, they were done worse <laughs> and because Kerry fucking Grant was trying to drop the, the, the lines. We still have to pick a film with him in it. <laughs> Another one, just uh, for the two. Let's give us a couple of months Anyway, on that. so, all right. Yeah. Um, and so, and at the end of the day, I just go, well, it didn't entertain. It wasn't particularly funny. Um, the plot was all over the place. What it was trying to do, it failed to do. So that in itself gets it only to five. 
Because if a film sets out to achieve something and it fails to do that, then realistically you cannot give it a pass, can you? No. Well, there you go. All right. But would you suggest it to other people? Yeah. That's... Oh, okay. Again, I don't care about their time. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they might get something out of it. There are things to get out of it. But it's... And at the end of the day, two and... What is it? Two and 15 minutes. Two hours and 15 minutes isn't a long time out of a person's life to, to maybe have a small window in their mind open. Okay. Well, there you go. And, cool. and the film could possibly do that. So there you go. Awesome. Alrighty, we're going to take an intermission. God, we talked a lot about that one. Did we? Oh, 28 minutes. What? Yes. No way. Oh, yes. I'm sorry, people out there. <laughs> we waffled on. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't think we'd say much about that film because I wasn't terribly impressed. And when I say we, what I mean is me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we're going to take an intermission and Paul's going to refill his drink. Okay, so I can waffle on some more. Oh, fun times. Hey, what's the next film? Um, guess who's coming to dinner? The 1967 film. Now, I picked this one. You picked this one. I but we're did. not talking about it now. This is after the intermission. If you haven't seen it yet, stop the film. Stop here. Stop the film. <laughs> Get a copy of it. Watch it. Oh, enjoy could, it. They could hear what we have to say, then watch it. Whatever suits you. Get the film. And we're back. <laughs> what are you laughing for? Oh, just the way you did that was funny. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, the previous that no one else got to Ladies and gentlemen, you, know. you can see why she's so easily amused, can't you? <laughs> Nothing wrong about being easily amused. Well, it's a lot, life is it's so a lot cheaper better. than, you know, searching forever for a laugh, I suppose. <laughs> boom, boom. Um, before we start, so it was shot... We've started. No, no, I meant before we start on the other film... Right. Um, it was shot in Norway. It was. And that other guy's name is... I could be pronouncing this incorrectly, so I apologise. Judo Kerr. We've already offended the German listeners, so it doesn't matter. Okay, cool. Um, and he was in Blade. Yes, as the old vampire. Yes. Yes. So that's where we know him. Yes. Cool. Yes. Just in case people cared. <laughs> oh, people care. This is a film podcast. People care, right. People care. Right. Nobody's going to be listening to us waffling on just for the sake of, well, us waffling on. Well, it might be very nice background sound. I, I don't know. But I no, can think not. of a okay, million other things. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Um, I have to say, I do have to listen to this podcast. I, I listen to it in the truck while I'm working as well. I do, sometimes. And you think I'm the narcissist? You are. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I listen to it just to make sure, like... If I didn't do it, like there was one that came and I'd stuffed up the editing on it and I only found out when I was listening to the whole thing. And it went halfway through, it was the second episode, and it went halfway through and then it started at the start of the, oh, no. the whole thing again. And oh. because you, you're so on the ball, you never even knew anything about it. Well, no, I that's, your, that's your comments job. and everything like that, apologising to people and I probably shouldn't have worried wow. about it. It's all fixed now. Okay. Mm. Cool. Well, there you go. There you go. I've I put, ladies and gentlemen, I put a lot of work and effort into this. <laughs> I don't. She, she I doesn't do anything. Up. She just rocks up. I rock just, up, I have a drink, watch a movie and talk yeah, about she it. She doesn't even pay for the drinks. Anyway, go on. It's true. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
well, it's at your house. Why not? Oh, that's the attitude. <laughs> that's what I live on. Hey, my entertainment is cheap and nasty. I'm up for it. There you go. Um, okay. Classic Second film. film. Classic film. Guess who's coming to dinner? Now, I picked this, ladies and gentlemen, and I was determined to find a film that would hold up today. When I say that, as a, a film that you'd watch and enjoy, maybe have a little bit of a, a sobby sob or something like that if you're that way inclined, it still does it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and you see, I'm the... I'm so glad we don't watch films together. I, you know, I'm the crier out of the two of us when it comes to movies. <laughs> I sit there, but I, I know very much to make sure that I don't watch these sort of films when I'm with other people. You have so. a quiet cry by yourself. <laughs> I'm fine, Pip. <laughs> I'm just fine. Oh, well, that's good that you can do that and still, you know. Anyway. Um, so I, <laughs> I didn't know where I was going um, with that. <laughs> uh, guys, yeah, people, if you could just see the look on her face then. Go on. Oh, so Disgust glad this is audio. Was coming very close to it. But no, anyway. I'm so glad it's audio only. <laughs> audio only, yes. One day we'll end up getting video on this, but that's further oh, down I the track. Oh, I think that would be damaging. But yes. anyway, because um, I think we've got faces for audio. <laughs> faces. For, we, we, we have excellent faces for radio. Um, <laughs> and even better for obscure internet podcasts. <laughs> but Where nobody even cares. <laughs> hopefully some people care. Anyway. Well, those people already know you. Oh, well, doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want to do the storyline scenes you picked it? I've heard it. Do I've I, seen it. Do I know to... what it's about. Oh. Do we need to worry about whether they know anything about it? No, it's right. I will say it then. Just oh, God. give okay. me two seconds. Fine. So this movie, uh, when Joanna uh, Drayton, am I pronouncing that correctly? Joanna Drayton, a free-thinking white woman, and black doctor John Pentis become engaged, they travel to San Francisco to meet her parents, Matt Drayton and his wife, Christina, are wealthy liberals who must confront the uh, racism coming from, uh, the, from the marriage. Awkward. Yes. <laughs> and racism in their own shriveled little hearts. Mm. Mm. So it was very interesting. Now, this is 1959, guys, when this uh, film was put together. 1967. Was it? Yes. Why do I keep going back to oh, North by Northwest? Stop it. I'm just locked into that. Don't. It was 1967. Uh, every when film from now on is going to be, old film is going to be made in 1959. 67. 67, two Spencer years. Spencer Tracy died in that year. Yes, 17 days at the end of filming. Which is really sad. Mm. And um, I don't know whether it changes how you watch it based on this information. I don't know. You're doing the synopsis and now you're making value judgments. I may as well do the synopsis if you're going to sit there. Oh, Oh, have you? Yes. Oh, okay. So what happened? Well, um, are we going right into that? Because I was just... Oh, it's more like, what did you think well, of the film? Look, I will be up front. I shall display my prejudices uh, up front mm-hmm. so that people know exactly where I'm coming from. This is a bit of a sentimental favourite for me. As films get, it doesn't get more sentimental than this. Possibly Meet Joe Black is... We'll probably get across the line before this one. But this is a bit of a sobber. It is a Romeo Juliet sort of You tale, didn't cry it? at this, did you? I didn't cry. You didn't even you didn't feel a thing, did you? Oh. You sat there <laughs> you sat there like a statue going, Well, I suppose it's okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> 
really enjoyed it. And I'm thinking, why is he giving? Because remember how um, um, the doctor, John, goes, you know, if you don't accept us getting married, I will not marry your daughter. I'm thinking, why are you doing that? If you love her, you'll say, screw you. I'm marrying her anyway. We're in love. Um, but he was the responsible one. Oh, I know. She was totally She's off a the... Nut. She was totally off the, all to, over the to, shop. To, in case people, and, and probably people are more aware nowadays than they were, say, three or four years ago because of tensions uh, that we have in society across the board now, um, that 1968 was a huge year, year in America for civil rights and things like that. And it was a cataclysmic year in regards to social changes and how people thought about things. and Well, some of the comments that were made in the movie, like he said, oh, in so many states, you aren't even allowed to go there because you can't be a married couple. And no. I'm thinking, 1967? Yes. My gosh. Yes. It did my head in. And they had to create the parents uh, so that it wasn't just straight up openly racist. I think what they were trying to do when they created this was have two extreme left-wing liberals... But I think they did that for a reason because they had to. Well, yes, we're liberals. We're liberals. But as soon as we've come, it's in our face to face. It's in our house mm. now. Yes. This mixing and accepting. Yes. And then they have to really think about. It. And I thought that was really well done. Yes. I thought it was so well done. I really got sucked in. Was it? Any... I didn't cry, Paul, but I got sucked in. <laughs> Wet like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> It was fine. It's it's my little outlet, okay? Um, look, were there any parts of the film that irritated you? Yes. Um, it was only very minuscule. Go on. I found the the woman, Catherine, um, is it Horton, who played Joanna? I thought her character was a bit flippant. Yeah, but she's... Her behaviour uh, She's only 23. Yeah, I know. She's but then that... I learned she's um, uh, Catherine Hepburn's niece. Because I thought their relationship was really good on camera. And then I went, oh, well, she's a niece. No she, wonder. She's young, dumb, and yet to be Philip come. <laughs> but I just I just thought, wow, she's so... And the way she spoke to Tilly, the housekeeper... Yeah. The, was she a housekeeper? What was she? She's a household Serv- servant. Oh, servant. Servant, yeah. This is, this, is, this is the inherent part. I suppose they had she, to bring she's, in... She was like talking to the doctor because she loves him, but then talking to Tilly like she's nothing. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh. Because she's a coloured woman. No, but that's what I mean. I, t- to me, the relationship they didn't were, work. Where Cath- way Catherine and and Spencer, their characters, Matt and Christina, spoke to Tilly, and when, I thought were a bit better. When I say because she's a coloured woman... I'm saying it from the context of 1967. Yeah, I get that. I, I, you know, I'm no, not, no, no. not going to go there in regards to... No, no, this is like, an old I mean, film. It's a classic this film. This is a film where they were dropping the N-word and everything in it. Oh, you know. I was surprised. Oh, it hit me like a... <laughs> <"Poof!"> <laughs> the, first, <laughs> the first time it was said, I went, yeah. oh my gosh. And then he, they're all saying it, but it, back mm. then, yeah. it was the word to use. Mm. So it was normal. And yep. once you get over the shock factor and you have to go, well, hang on, it's... It's it wasn't the word to use. It was massively racist even oh, then. What I'm saying is, it was mm. a word. They even um, the African American people in the film were using it though to describe themselves. Yes, but if they want to call themselves that, we're not going to interfere. I know, but it, what I'm saying is, it suited the film at that time period. You wouldn't do it now, and people have to realise that. And that's why I said, isn't it an interesting look into? That because, time period. Because the people... Now, these. this is what I'm trying to say. 
the characters are as left as it gets. They're the most liberal-minded people that you can find. Mm. I'm sure that the script writer who wrote the script was probably as left as it gets, you know. Um, and yet the whole thing reeked of very subdued racism right from start to finish, right across. The only one that was not in the slightest bit racist in the whole thing was the priest. Oh, yes, he was great. He was. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I can't even his was his timeless. Like his viewpoint of humanity was absolutely timeless. There was not a scary. No, of, he was great. Mm. The way, but that's. I think that was great because that was the grounded part that you had for all the characters. Yep. So then, if if they can create a character who's completely and utterly a racist, mm. you know, can't see color at all in any way, shape, or form, then the racism that was to our eyes in the 2018 eyes because you wouldn't have seen it in those days that's this is what i find intriguing you wouldn't have seen it now here's one character that is completely non-racist and all the others have got their little threads of delicate Doubt, racism how they're thinking yes, about it exactly and, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's affecting them yeah you know and it's, it's okay but it's and over the, there sort the of sh- thing and yeah. i suppose he doesn't have to give a shit because well you know it's tracy's character is is his friend and you know mm. he doesn't have to he doesn't have to get involved too much um, so I guess it's easy for him to be magnanimous as everybody else is throwing their lives away. Because um, it was a big thing. It was a huge thing. Like, yeah. that's why they made the film about it. Um, but it was, it look, the film had a social, uh, it struck America like a uh, social thunderbolt. I like, imagine it would have yeah, been that time Yeah, it had a huge uh, impact. Mm. Um, and, and I guess that's why, because... People say, oh, what's the point of art? Well, that. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, that's 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 where I, I... I enjoy cinema as much as the next person, and cinema can be, when it's not North by Northwest, an art. No, but this is different, because this one, it's it's a story, mm. like a Romeo and Juliet story, but with a message. Yes. And, you know, it's not a bad thing. That's what... I mean, why do you make movies? To entertain people, to make people think? I mean, to... All of that's great stuff, and and I could not recommend it. It holds up. Do you think it holds up today? I do. It really does, doesn't I, it? I enjoyed the film. I was yep. sitting there going, oh my gosh, but so many parts of it hold up. Yep. The way people are treating other people, um, the love connections between, you know, her parents. And there was genuine his love. His parents. That's what I mean. Yep. And them and how they are... In, you know, how they their relationships even with the parents now, as well. Now, remember that little sideline in real life that I told you about? Yes. And I was concerned whether or not it would interfere. Were you glad at the end of the film that I told you about it? I didn't remember it because I tried to go into it without looking at it. Okay. Well, and I only thought I about it later I on. can't watch it without seeing it. I, I'll tell people, this This is why this film is such a... Oh, it's not a, a sentimental favourite, if you like. Um... The uh, Catherine Hepburn, who plays the mother... Christina. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she has had a 26-year affair with Spencer Tracy. Who was her husband, Matt, in the film. Yes. And basically, Spencer Tracy uh, was old school. Uh, he's not a particularly left-leaning person sort of thing. He would come, he, you'd talk to him and the man would come across as quite a conservative character. Uh, but she fell madly in love with him. Uh, now... Catherine Hepburn is probably 
I'm going to get shot for this, but I'll say it anyway. I think she's probably the most influential feminist in uh, the 20th century. Um, I don't know if she was the most most influential, but because she's such a big film star... That's it was why she's more... influential. Yeah, I guess so. She played more than any other person, um, strong, vibrant, I take no shit well, it's funny characters I was, I was reading... in Hollywood. Nobody else did that. I was reading stuff about her and they said, they kept saying back in the old days, they're going, Catherine Hepburn's wearing pants. Yep. And things like she that. She just did this shit and she just drove people crazy. And, and put she it on didn't, film and the other she, women are watching going, oh, then we can wear pants. Yes. She didn't give a fuck. She just changed so many little, and she just used it with soft power. She, mm. uh, she knew she had power and she used it and she didn't rub people, rub people's face in it, but she didn't back down no. and she wouldn't be controlled. And, that's why I think uh, that... But it's funny because even though she's such a feminist, she was in this relationship with this man who a feminist probably wouldn't tolerate, but she loved him, you know. We well, don't know what he was like in real life. I mean, you don't know their relationship. I mean, the fact that they, they oh, made nine movies... it was a good movies, relationship. But... They, did, they did nine movies over 25 years together, mm. so obviously they really enjoyed one another's yep. company a lot yep. and worked really well together. Yep. I mean... She does not find this a favourite. And the thing is, he died 17 days after the end of it. Now, by the stage that they were filming that, uh, she was essentially living with him and caring for him uh, because he was so weak by that stage of the game. What, what was wrong with him? Uh, heart failure in the end. Okay. Um, but, like, he was, like, it was so much strength. He still did a great job in the film, though. You wouldn't have known. You would not have known. I mean, and that's the strength of character for mm. him. You know, that's that shows he just just got on with it. True, true, true professional. Again, another aspect of why you have to respect the film. But you see occasionally where she knows she's he's dying and he's on his last legs, and they're filming this stuff, and you're seeing this unbridled love between this woman for her you know, the man of her life. And she never got involved in a relationship after him or no, anything like that. It was, that was that was it for her. Um, her eyes, I, I'd go to say her eyes were sparkly as in watery for the, nearly the whole film. I think she was just about crying the whole way through it, you know, but and holding back the tears. But the way they acted together, I mean, yeah. their relationship, yeah. even though it's sort of also, you know, yeah. you're looking at um, Sydney Poitras, you know, Dr. John's... Yeah. People and, and didn't know. The, people didn't know at the time. She only let people know about it after the wife of Spencer Tracy died. Mm. So you know that was old school. They don't come out and put it on Twitter like twenty four <laughs> hours afterwards or anything like that nowadays. You know, so she didn't hurt the wife uh, because she knew that Spencer was caught in uh, a relationship where he was. He still loved his wife, but I think he loved her more you know what I mean like he well, was I mean sometimes you can love someone but it's because it's not uh, as in you know your relationship changes mm. I mean he had children with her and everything so they had a lot of things in common but yep. if the love might have changed and therefore it might have blossomed with um Catherine Hepburn and they obviously really enjoyed each other's company they mm. were I, working I, a lot I, together and exclusively mm. so no I take that I, I just look I love the I just love those little glances the whole way through it. And they were there the whole way through it. And when you know to look for them, you know, and you just, there's occasionally you just see her looking at him mm. and you can just see 
that are heartbreaking while she's doing this and she's oh, doing it professionally she's, and she's acting. You know, yeah, it's oh, just, it was it was it was done yeah. really well. I, That's why I sob like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so. Putting all that to one side, that's just an interesting little sideline of it. But having known that, it just makes this movie something special. And you might watch special. the film differently yes. if you know this information. Yes, and that's why I put it up there for people to, mm. to, to digest. I, I tried not to think about that. I wanted to look at it solely no, you for wouldn't. what it was. you wouldn't have thought about it. And you didn't. No. No, because you're not that person. <laughs> I like to watch it for what it is rather than the background <laughs> stuff if I can help it. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> um, there's only couple of little things that bothered me. Yep. Um, There's one big thing that bothered me, but you knew yours first. Okay, mine were just looking at the relationships. Like, of Dr. Pentis and his father. Mm-hmm. I found there was no resolution there. I know he wasn't a main character, his father. Yep. But I found I would have liked enclosure... Uh, liked closure there, sorry, enclosure. <laughs> liked closure there. And I found Tilly... Yep. I wanted closure there too. I mean, yeah, they're accepting him, but I mean, then surely they have to start taking a broader look at everything. Mm. So, I mean, I mean that could always be future, but, it, you know, it always... It was a hard a night bit. for everybody. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. just, it bugged me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I loved um, Sydney Port... First of all... Oh. Sydney Poitier. Mm, no, Poitier. Is it? Is that how you pronounce it? My apologies. Sydney Poitier. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's how he pronounced it. So, okay, well, yeah, then he'd yeah. be right. He knows his own name. <laughs> he'd be on the money, I reckon. You know? <laughs> um, look, first of all, the man is a legend. Oh, he's awesome. He's just a fucking legend. You know, that's he's just as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. And there are so few people that I can think that bring this massive dignity and gravitas to a role that he can. Maybe Lawrence of Libya? Maybe, uh, maybe Marlon no, Brando I'm... in his later years, perhaps. Uh, but there's very few that have that force of character. No. And he's so young when he's doing that. And that's you know, and that's he should have had a far bigger career. He should have dominated Hollywood. But of course, he's black, so he's... I kept having to remind myself that because I think he, oh, yeah, oh, he's, he's a good-looking guy. He can act. He's got a great voice and yeah. great presence on just the, you know it, it's just... you can see that the man is just a magnificent human being mm. you know and i imagine he's had his hard run through life as as much as any other colored person that you know mm. well, you just don't know what they're what they've come up against what sort of racism or prejudice that they've no. had to deal with so mm. and to have that kind of dignity i would imagine he's he's had a fair chop of it mm. um but yeah I mean, clap, 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 clap for him. No, he did a great job. his character's mother, I mean, I forgot how good she was. Well, at first you don't she even... Me... <laughs> no, but then you don't... I don't... I didn't even acknowledge her when she first walked in. I thought, oh... No, she's so quiet she's like so this mouse. Quiet and then she just, and... you know, just cuts open your well, heart I mean. and pulls out your... She had lots going for her. I thought, oh, this yeah. is great. I'm just waiting for him. And when he's yelling at his dad, I was waiting for something to happen there and it didn't yep. go anywhere. And I'm like, ah. Yep. Oh. Uh, the Spencer Tracy uh, speech when she's just, you know, just gutting him, you know. Yes. Oh, just like, and I could just, in the back of my mind, I just heard you going, testify, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she did 
such a great job. I'm thinking, oh, wow, what mm. insight. This is wonderful. Whoever's yep. written this has done such a wonderful job. It's a very well put together film, isn't it? Yes. Mm. And I mean, the fact that even though it's however many old, years old it is. That's why I wanted to put it forward. What, 51 years old? I can't think of a film that's as good. Because even the pacing is good. But when mm. people will sit down and watch this film, they're not watching a film. They're watching a play. Mm. It's essentially it's a like series that, yeah. of conversations. You know? There's nothing wrong with that. I think no, it was good. No. Um, I actually like the music, the way the music went. Yeah. Except for one piece. Go on. Do we remember the two idiots go-go dancing from the doorway? <laughs> I was screaming at the TV. I'm going, oh, get this shit off. But they were trying to make it... Uh, applicable to the people that who was watching it at the time and at that time it was 1967 go-go dancers you know and that's that's the culture that they were appealing to and oh my god that didn't age well (laughs) (laughs) at all no i just i found because they were sort of playing the one piece of music the glory of love Mm. and at first it's all happiness and love and gooey And then it actually takes on minor chords and starts being very menacing and you're yep. worried for the characters. And I thought the way they kept the same song going, but they would change it slightly. Oh, is there slight happiness now? No, it's going down. And I like the way you're it does You're really it. starting to... No, I like when they do that because yeah. it's help directing your mood. And I love that about films. Mm. I like being able to sit there and have someone drag me through it all yep. and not yep. have to worry about it. You don't have to do the thinking. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so... But it was only one, basically one piece of music through the whole so, uh, through the whole show, yep, yep. movie, sorry. And Vari- um, variations they just kept changing the it, and yep. I love that. Yep. So. Yeah, they did a superb job on it, except for the go-go dancing part of it. <laughs> which, you know, whoever did that, that was clearly done for money. Mm. You know, because some Hollywood executive would have gone, well, I think they ought to have some go-go dancing because statistics say <laughs> the demographics would very, very much... Appeal to this. You could just hear the guy wanking on and everybody else is just going, it's going to ruin this film. But, you know, the executive got his way. Well done him. <laughs> Ugh, rolled eyes, people. Um, so how many stars would you give it? Oh, I have to come out first. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I deserve it because I'm the one who picked it. Yep. Now, oh, you really need to give this more thought beforehand, don't you? No, no well, I, as I said, I he- rely heavily oh, on oh, don't where you go. Oh, rely heavily on me. I mean, still. I do, of course. Do you have any idea before you come in here? Well, it's called respecting your opinion. Oh, well, I mean, everyone respects that fucked my it, opinion. That <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to go from that. I can't argue with that. The door <laughs> Well, so many people respect my opinion. Well, fuck. He's got me now. Um, Look, I think... That's twice you've done that now. Yeah, I know. Is that that your thinking sound? Well, I think it might be. So everyone's got thinking music. You've got (laughs) raspberry (laughs) sound. Fuck. I think I have to give it an eight. I have to give it an eight. And let me explain a little bit my processes here and it possibly might shift to a seven but I look I'll hold it at a tentative eight at this stage of the game for the simple fact the film is ancient 1967 and like you know Herbie the love bug was getting around this is this was a competition it was it changed America this is why it's getting so 
what did it, again, what did it set out to achieve? To make people understand a little bit more and have a little bit more to think about their own relationship with racism and prejudice. Yes, we know that. And I think it is a superb job on that. Mm. So much so that 50 years down the track, it still smacks your fair in the chops. Mm. So you have to give that a 10. So it's hitting way above its weight there. Was it entertaining? Did you find it entertaining? Yes, I did. I found it enormously entertaining. I found it emotionally um, just so powerful. Um, I reacted to it. I was involved with it, you know, from way to go, taking the go-go dancing to one side because I was just enraged. Did it really damage you that much? I was enraged. <laughs> I was just going, fuck <laughs> It was just so painful. I like other people might like go go dancing. I don't know. It didn't but, bother me. But it was the idiotic, you know, the dancing and it. It was so over the top because everything else is. Think about it. The whole film is super subtle. Okay, they put people in an incredibly impossible position. They put a time limit on it. They put the lid on and they pressure cook it. And then they bring in extra stuff, bring in the other parents as well. You know, the pressure keeps building and building and building. And I guess that they must have used this, well, now we need a light moment, you know. So let's just have two idiots just go-go dance out to the car. And so they didn't need to do that. I say keep that fucking lid on. Keep it on, keep it cooking, keep the pressure going. I actually thought it was interesting because he was a white boy and she wasn't. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. And I'm sure that was part of... But did it have to happen? Um, it no. Didn't, didn't, it didn't distract from the... I, you know, it's not on my list of things I didn't like about the film. Yeah, again, you're, you're a very generous person. So I'll leave that alone. The go-go dancing, I'll just set it as an anomaly and just put it to one I'm side. I'm so going to pick a, another film with oh, go-go dancing. Ooh, oh, we, Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah! So you're sticking with eight? I think so. I I think so. Yes, I I think I'll, def- I'll. This is the hill I want to die on. I'm going to defend this spot. Um, do you want to hear something funny? What? I give it an eight too. Yay! <laughs> That's the first, ladies and gentlemen. Well done. Handshake. I, there you go. Boom, boom. Um, no, I thought it was really. It was done well. Yep. And I, you know, I really wanted everything to work out. You're in, you know, you're invested. You're enjoying it. Um, yeah. Makes you think. It's got to move me before I give it a high score. And a lot of films don't because I'm such a cynical fuck. <laughs> Says he was crying at the TV. I am cynical. You know I'm a cynical person. You keep telling everybody. Go on. I'm cynical, people. <laughs> I'm dark. <laughs> All right, let's go and watch Teen Titans. <laughs> By the way, by the way, kids, if you haven't seen Teen Titans. Oh, God. No, seriously, it's great. It's great. Um, if it. you've got four-year-olds, yes. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> anyway, but... um, Better than Paw Patrol. Anyway, that's not what we're discussing. Four-year-olds shouldn't be watching Teen Titans. It is called Teen Titans. I don't think that matters. No. Anyway, so, well, there you go. We've done our two films. We do. And, oh my God, we got in under an hour. Hooray! Huzzah! <laughs> For everyone else. Um, so what have we got next? Next week is our obscure and your one of your favourites. Now, I'll be honest. I'll put a disclaimer in here. I picked this one, not so much because it's one of my favourite favourites, but I wanted to share it with people and have a bit of a talk about it. 
um, because I think it's my favourite for this year. Can I say that? You can say that. It's the strongest film I've seen this year. Okay, so our obscure film is The Four Feathers. Yes. Neither of us know anything about no, this we one haven't, at all. we haven't seen it. It's got Heath Ledger in it, and I looked at it and went, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and you looked at it and you went, huh? Oh, it had Heath Ledger. And they're wearing pith helmets. So well, that ticks boxes for you, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it's historical, and off to Africa we go. So Anyway, so we'll, we'll watch that during the week, yes. and we'll also watch... Paul's film, which is The Death of Starlight. Yes, it's fantastic. Which I haven't seen yet. Oh, it's fantastic. You'll love it. No, well, actually, you may not. You may... You, you, I think you'll love it. I hope you'll love it. But you may look at it and go, eh, what, what do I... <laughs> I'm just a sound, aren't what? I? <laughs> I, 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 I? This one I genuinely don't know, and it's kind of put me a bit on edge. If people Ooh. are going to sit down and watch this before next week... Can I suggest several things? This one's going to require a little bit of work. Now, I came to this fairly easily because I'm a bit of a history buff sort of thing and, you know, the Soviet Union's all very, you know. But considering what's happening in America at the moment, what's going on, uh, and Russia is playing such a large part of world politics at the moment, I thought I'd put this one up so that people can see where Russia came from. It's a little bit of historical context for today. That's that's okay. part of what I like about it. And I think it's part of what they're aiming for. You know, the Soviet Union, although it's dead and buried, is well and truly alive and kicking. Well, we'll see the film and we'll talk yes. about it. Yes. Go and look up historical figures like Beria. Do people... Now, hang on. Do people have to look up this stuff to enjoy the film? I think it will add a level of enhancement. Do you know what? I will watch it. And you and I will compare notes and then we'll say whether people should or shouldn't. Oh, yeah, but then I mansplain for the next 40 minutes about this person and that person. I'll and knock, I don't want to be that guy. I'll knock you on the head with a piece I don't, of wood. You know I don't uh, if mansplain. It, if it, no, if it keeps happening every time, I'll just knock you on the head with a piece of wood. Negative reinforcement. There you go. <laughs> There's a, the, the Pavlov theory there. <laughs> works instead of drooling for the bell i just cringe inherently as soon as i start mansplaining oh a scientist did that with a small child and white fluffy toys i can't even remember who that was anyway you digress yeah sorry very much so. <laughs> um so thank you for listening to us yes um go and watch guess um who's coming to dinner now this... don't oh we'll watch downsizing oh we like assume it. you've already seen it and you've you've been crying too haven't you it's been like tears in the eyes I'm so glad I don't watch these films with you. Oh, well... Could you, you imagine? Know. I'm so glad I don't watch them with anybody. <laughs> people, I, I just... I mean, all I through can... this, people, I've been feeling waves of judgment just coming across the table here. It's not that I'm judging. And waves. I, mean, I, I enjoyed the film. I'm like, oh, I hope they get together, but I'm not going to cry about it. Oh, no, it's not... I don't give a shit about that. Except that Hanky comes up. Oh, you're a, God, you're a cow. All right, All right kids. Um, go watch the other films and we'll see you next week. All right. Thank you for Honestly, listening. I just, I just don't... <laughs> God, you're...